This is Channel 253 Sports. This is Jerry with the Star, and you're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. Hey everybody, this is Steve and you're listening to the Flounders B-Team podcast, the soccer podcast out of Tacoma where we usually end up talking about dating apps. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, fantastic. Excellent. Right on. In the studio with us, we have the lovely, the affable, the looking at her phone uh, cat. Um, to be fair, I'm responding to a fan comment I on appreciate the that. That is awesome. So, uh, so hashtag ask a flounder. Yeah, I didn't hashtag know. ask a flounder. Right on. Uh, so what what's what's new with you today? Oh, let's see. I made a pizza okay. uh, for dinner and actually turned out good. So I was pretty proud of myself. Excellent. So. You brought the dogs today. I have two They're of my dogs. super quiet. All two of them. All uh, two. Newton and Nico. All They're right. both wearing their beautiful little... Um, MLS Cup sounder scarves, so Adorable. they're looking cute. That, was that from is the, rad. Uh, Western Conference champion game two. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's real good. They mm-hmm. said, "Go Sounders!" Awesome. Also in studio, of course, is Tim the Hamilton. perpetually present Tim Hamilton. Yes. You're always here, man. I am Tim Hamilton. I really appreciate your commitment to the show. Present. Oh. All right. And, of course, our wonderful, illustrious guests, uh, who actually both have more followers than me on Twitter, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, We have Turner Esquire, at Turner ESQ on the Twitter, Mr. Mickey Turner. Hello, everyone. Uh, Yeah, I just uh, got done with the second day of trial, and it's been uh, absolutely terrible. Uh, So I'm enjoying this drink right in front of me, and I'm happy to be here. Right on. What they get you for uh, absolutely nothing. Oh. I'm 100% innocent. <laughs> charges will never be proven. That's right. That's right. Um, so, uh, you, uh, family law attorney. Yes. Right on. That is, uh, that's uh, special work. That's God's work right there. It's absolutely horrifying. <laughs> How, what got you into, uh, what got, got you into family law, if you don't mind my asking? Oh, gosh. It's been about 10 years or so. Uh, I actually started out as a uh, public defender and before that, a prosecutor. Cool. Uh, and then halfway through my public defender career, I decided it was terrible work. <laughs> and if you've seen one shoplifting case from Fred Meyer for seen them uh, all. half rack of beer, you've seen them all. <laughs> yeah. And so the first time they offered someone to move elsewhere, I rose. Wow, okay. <laughs> shot my hand up in the air and so I've been a, gone a ever since. Step up from public defending. Yeah. Well, okay. that's good. It's good work. But yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah, the misdemeanors always... are. Yeah, it's it's mind numbing at points. Right nice. on. I got uh, actually we have a friend who's on Tacoma, uh, not Tacoma, Pierce County Council that's actually down in Olympia testifying about uh, indigent defense today. Huh. So that's going to be really cool. Um, also in studio we have the one, the only Jerry with a star S S F C F O T Y fifteen. That's Sounders F C fan of the year, fan of the year, fan of the year. Could Jerry Neal. How you doing, man? Did he get it wrong? Oh it, no! It's it's hundred oh. percent accurate. Ha! It, it, de- it depends so on what the uh, platform is. I believe Xbox Live. It's down two numbers or something like that. 
Okay. Something. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right on. Um, so, yeah, what do you do when you're not soundering, man? Drink cider. Lots of cider. Uh, I frequent Flat Stick Pub in Pioneer Square. <clears throat> right on. Lot. And uh, the Pro Shop. Right on. A lot of the Pro Shop. We talked on the last show at length about me being at the Flat Stick Pub at one point, and then it was in on the east side that they were talking about. So I'm glad there's somebody else the that's been to the Flat flat yeah. Stick Pub. I was there the first night they opened. I was riding the bus trying to find something to eat. All they had was crackers at the time. They're cool story, running bro. a uh, quite grueling event on Sunday. Are they? A, a .5K. Up, oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. 500-meter run. <laughs> it's, it's basically a round Pioneer, Pioneer Square. Square yeah. That is so funny. You get a fancy T-shirt and yeah? beer for it. So. Right on. So, uh, yeah, Flat Stick Pub, we don't, uh, they don't sponsor us or anything, but, you know, if they wanted to, um, we could talk about that at they some point. Would. But um, they are a really cool kind of little underground pub. Like, literally, they're in a basement, and they've got a bunch of mini golf, actually Flat Stick mini golf, which is like tabletop mini golf. Tabletop shuffleboard. Tabletop shuffleboard, but they've got obstacles and holes, oh. right? Yep. Yeah, so you're trying to get the ball in a hole, and the, the sticks look like uh, little little flat golf clubs, yeah. right? One, one shot golf. One shot, one kill. Cool. So we came here to talk about soccer today. <laughs> this is very exciting. Where do you want to start? Well, um, we have... socks. <clears throat> what? Soccer. New socks. Start with the socks. We could start with the socks. There are new socks this year. Jerry, a, you were telling us about the new socks. Yeah. yeah. I guess we can really talk but about But he socks. was actually talking about the socks earlier. Let's talk earlier. about socks. Hey, yeah. we're, on the, we're on the topic. Let's move. Uh, <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> we get, uh, we get, Tim's uh, the enforcer today, guys. We get, we get new I have been off Twitter today, yeah. so uh, we get, uh, I am uh, we, not we up to date on the rumors. We get new home kits, but we don't know what they look like yet. We don't know what they look like. However, we do know that the socks, at least one set of socks are green, and they now say SSFC instead of sounders okay so that's it they've said sounders like the last three or four seasons okay so, so all right socks. so there will be green socks which they're going to be the new ra- they're going to be rave kits i mean versus the, oh yeah. and also uh we're only going to have two going forward is that correct as far as i know we only have two going forward and you know this because you're on alliance, alliance council. council okay and we'll talk about that a little bit later as well so um, just be a white one and a green one then so are they replacing Probably. the Olympic so. white, or are they Next replacing year, the classic Rave or green, green is blue? replaced this year. The Olympic white will be, or the uh, heritage will be replaced next year. Oh, it's heritage. Don't mention the Olympic yeah. whites. Yeah, sorry, yeah, my bad. Very traumatized. My Le- bad. Leave that to RSL, who both their home and away are the exact same pattern. Okay. Well, that's su- they got a new they got a new one this year, didn't they? Yeah, I, I think they get a new home one as well. Okay, Nobody great. Cares. No one cares. <laughs> I think their fans care, guys. Yeah, Come I on. saw I saw a white kit that they had today. On the Twitters. I think that's their old, their away kit from last year. All right. Super. This is not a bad one. Mickey, do you have any sock insights? <laughs> Absolutely not. Right. What's your sock game like these days? Uh, it is pretty terrible. Yeah. I, uh, just try to match whatever's coming out of the dryer that's coming. Okay. Right on. Right nice on. Nice. If you only yeah. have two colors of socks, you have a maximum of three socks that you have to pull out of a dark uh, closet and you will have a matching pair guaranteed every time. My problem yeah. is, is my calf muscles are too big for. Um, youth socks, nice. um, but like then the adult size socks are like way too big in the feet. So like my heels, like halfway huh. up my calf. So okay. like anybody got some tips on what socks I should be wearing? That sounds really that. uncomfortable in athletic shoes too. Like it would bunch up around the, around yeah. your Achilles tendon. Well, plus then you got to put your shin guard sleeve on underneath the socks. So the shin guard goes in. Funny you mention that. No, no, that garbage. sucks. It's all garbage. The kids these days are wearing the, uh, there's a, there's a, 
company that comes out with these grippy socks. If you look at people's Achilles and you see, you know, two dots, two dots, two dots, two dots, two dots, uh, you know, up and down, those are the uh, those are the 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 athletic socks that they're wearing underneath, and they're just cutting the feet right oh, off. Oh yeah, they do. They just cut oh, the yeah. feet off. And those, so those are your sleeves now. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So but, they're wearing something like silky underneath. It's in, they it, just wear something more comfortable okay. underneath. The, and no, then the, just the put socks their... are athletic socks. They they have actual rubber in the socks, and they help you stay in your shoes. So you oh, kind of like around. when you go in the hospital, so you don't slip on the floor at the hospital. Yes, but they okay. you know, they do no. that for inside the shoes and up the heels, so that you don't you know re- reduce blisters and crap like that. Okay. But, uh, there was it. Uh, I Kamara. Kai Kamara. Kai Kamara. Kamara. Went on the rant. Yeah. Kai Kamara was getting getting uh, someone was busting his chops. I think they were going to find him because he was the doing photo. That. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, screw what you guys. Photo? There's a photo of him wearing uh, non-league socks because th- there's a different feel to the one the teams wear. There's a different feel to the socks the team wear. Yeah. And then there's a specific athletic type that a lot of the players use. Mm-hmm. So he wore the new athletic ones, but the exact same color, but lacked all the Adidas stripes. Yeah. It, well, he that, that was the thing is... They're wearing these socks because it helps them. You know, it's all about gaining an edge. If you can get, mm-hmm. you know, if you can turn a little bit easier and not slip inside your shoe. If you've ever put on brand new socks and these guys are doing it, you know, daily or weekly, there's a little give. There's a little slide around in your shoes. Yeah. So well, and and just beyond that, like comfort, like mm-hmm. maybe you aren't getting an athletic advantage from your sock, but if it's more comfortable, you're fidgeting with your socks less. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about that less. You're focusing on the game or whatever you're doing more than focusing on your dumb socks or your shin guards keep sliding down so i'm not going to tape them again or whatever mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. soccer sock talk the flower speech. Well, well you can tell it's january we, right we yeah, cover, right? we don't have much else to talk about at we the cover moment the important things here breaking news if you don't january have good blues. socks well some important stuff happens in january like um, you have the super draft. Yeah, that's okay. Super draft. All right. We can talk about that. So somehow at the at the somehow I don't know how this happened, but the Sounders had the twenty twenty second or twenty third pick. Twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah. Second because, and third. Uh, yeah, Toronto had twenty three. Yeah. And and we're just yeah. watching like we're watching Columbus pick up a couple goalies. We're watching you know just all the little trades happening. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, uh, TAM negotiation around the that. That's one thing that I noticed when we were kind of following is there was only a couple like two or three tra- TAM slot trades. Yeah, they're yeah. all at the top pretty much. Yeah. So like first first pick, fifth pick, ninth pick. Plus some TAM, plus an unspecified trade that happened later between like Chicago and which ended up being one of their their backup goalkeeper. Right? No, oh, their backup goalkeeper. Are you kidding me? Uh, okay. Matt Lampson went to Montreal. That's something. So Just, now they're up to like yeah. three starting keepers there. Well, it's your standard player to be named later who yeah. no one's ever that's heard how, that's of. That's how we got Jovan Jones last year. Yeah. Well, we ended up with uh, with Christian Roldan's brother. Whoop, whoop, Al- Al- yeah, Alex Roldan at the 22nd pick. And he, he actually did really well in the combine. Yep. He, he was all the folks had him up like Eves on soccer or soccer by Eves. And uh, um, uh, what's his name? Matt Doyle that also does a list had had rolled on pretty high uh, mm-hmm. as as getting picked up early. And, and maybe there's like some sort of little backroom chatter like, hey, you got to give us the brother. I, I don't know. <laughs> but um, how old is his brother? I assume younger brother. Uh, yeah, he played. He's uh, he was currently playing at what? Uh, Seattle U, right? Seattle U. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. 
So I think they're within a year of each other. Yeah, they're pretty close. Basically. So it's his, his idea that he's going to work his way into the first team, like play for S2 maybe? Or... Fingers crossed. It feels like I a know, leg- that's kind of I what think I he'll hoping. be S2 a little bit, but I'd be... I saw him play last year uh, versus UW at Seattle U versus uh, uh, Bonwalla, so, oh, ironically. Okay. And so... Bonwalla Bala? Yeah. And uh, the, almost the entire coaching staff for both S1 and S2 were there okay. looking at him. So everybody's okay. watching. And so they just <clears throat> happened to get both of them and how okay. he fell that low in the draft. I have no yeah, clue. I'm, I, was, I was happy. He was very good at the combine, which, you know, take it for what it's worth. It's a combine that yeah. they haven't been there for more than He's a couple 21. of days and haven't practiced with each other. But they, all accounts, he did very well. So Does right. anyone understand the, uh, the, the draft versus homegrown and academy mm-hmm. situation? You mean as far as how can some of our academy guys uh, get up into in the draft, draft? practice? Yeah. Uh, basically, I think you just de- decline to sign them as a homegrown player, and they become eligible uh, through the draft. Is that so if they just age super out? Super draft, or is that a different? That's like an that's a that's like a. There's another draft a little bit later on, right? Where there's they, the reentry. Yeah, the reentry. Well, draft. Yeah, that's, yeah, but that doesn't apply to it. Yeah. Okay, uh, college Those guys players. are coming back. All right, in cool. MLS. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's just if you decide you don't have any interest in signing a homegrown player. Was there, there was a kid? Are, yeah, that's a gamble. Paul Christensen uh, got signed or drafted Atlanta? by Atlanta and because the Sounders decided not to take him. He could have been a homegrown. Uh, yeah. yeah, but they could have signed, the Sounders could have signed him as a homegrown. They just declined to do so, and so he went through the draft. And all okay. that is is a, you have to have a certain amount of practice hours throughout your coll- collegiate years. <clears throat> Uh, and so, how, how do you you just log practice hours? Well, and like for instance, Alex. Yeah, pretty much. Or Academy, okay. yeah, I, I I've been wondering how he didn't get the homegrown because he's only at Seattle U, so he can easily come down and practice whenever he wants. Who uh, rolled in? Yeah. Alex. Well, I think he didn't come up through the academy, so he okay. basically once he got here to college. Well, ne- yeah, neither he did. could practice, but he didn't come up through the academy. So at that point, you're done. Christian just came up for college. Yeah, yeah that's the same reason why they couldn't That's get Christian. Dra- oh. Drafted both yeah. of them. Awesome. Well, oh. I was just curious because there was, I mean, there was a kid, uh, uh, Harris, at, that uh, I think plays for <clears throat> Oklahoma maybe now. Oh, um, the flip throw guy? One flip pony. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. I, he's, he's great. His, uh, his, he and his sister laughed at one of my memes, so I'm like, pretty much. Oh, wow. Saw them at U- I'm a big Saw him at UW it. too, and that, that was just fun to watch. But he came up through the academy, yep. and for some reason, never, never got on, never got signed, never got drafted. And then uh, he's in Oklahoma now. Yeah, I think he came here once to play uh, S two. S two, yeah, yeah, pretty sure. But okay, uh, what other? Act- well, first off, how long? Also, who did we lose? Let's talk about the who draft. Did we lose? Did we finish all of our well, drafts. I wanted to ask about. I wanted to ask one more question about Roll Don. How okay. long do you think until he's actually in the eighteen for a first team match? What's his typical position, though? Uh, that's a good question. Did I think we? he's like a six or an eight, yeah. maybe. So um, it's pretty congested up there. Yeah, so I think I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> it depends. Rush him. It depends on health. How how many people are gonna get quad tightness this year? I'd figure. <laughs> I'd figure during the World Cup. I was gonna say maybe qu- slot qu- him in at uh, right back because you know everyone gets a turn there. Hey. <laughs> we always have a roll on at right back. <laughs> Yeah, it's, Just kidding, uh, Lairdam's got an unlock. Yeah, well, he might get tired, he might get hurt, and who do we have back there? There, Fisher. So, yeah, Fisher, Jeez, yeah. I feel That's bad for Fisher. Well, I man. don't. Tough shoes to fill. Yep. Well, I feel like he's had his chance. Uh, 
Oh, Fisher? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, he's a solid backup, but yeah. that's yeah. about what he is. And he'll do point. great for he's early young. cup yeah. games, and yeah, it'll be good this year. All right. Who else so do we draft? Who else do we pick up? Uh, second dude. Oh, the center back. Who I do not Six recall his name. Six foot five. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. He has it. a bunch of consonants in his name. He's yeah. huge. Two, two hundred, like 201, something like that. Okay. His, his dad was an international uh, soccer player as well. But I thought it was a good pick as soon as we figured well, we out had what his two. name we, is. Fjortoft. Marcus Fjortoft. That's six foot five, 205, according to the team website. Yeah, I don't know how you could be six foot five. Uh, he has he's a got, pretty good ponytail right now, too. He's got the man. <laughs> oh, man. It's, where did uh, we acquire this gentleman from? Uh, the super draft. Well, I know, but, but where like, was he where, playing? Where did he go oh, to uh, yeah, yeah, Duke. is it out Duke. of okay. Duke. Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got a Villanova uh, Panamanian international, ironically. Uh, okay. Chris Bared, B A R E D. Sound it out however you want. But yeah, I thought there were good picks. You know, you're just throwing, uh, you know, yeah, once you get something against the window and once seeing you it, get past the at that point. first round, it's like, all right, once you get past like the <laughs> first is trying to get somebody picks, in there. Honestly, it's that. this is going to be. Uh, it, we're getting to the point where the draft is is damn near irrelevant. Yeah, it's because pointless. everybody's got. I mean, everybody we have an opportunity to to pick up, we're putting in our in our academy, and you know they're going to get all their mm-hmm. their minutes and and. They're going to get the Sounders uh, coaching staff sitting on them and, and pointing them in the right direction. And actually, they're actually paying for their tuition now, too. So they may forgo college altogether, um, at least playing. Yeah. Uh, so I think the draft might be for just a few people that you know maybe are late bloomers. Yes, I think it's late bloomers and internationals who come over from overseas who didn't make it in their academies overseas and are looking for a college education. Sure. And so I think that's pretty much what it's going to end up being. It's almost there. Mm. I give it like five years until it's pretty much all internationals and a couple of guys who either didn't sign with their homegrown academies or, like you said, uh, late bloomers who just, you know, happened to really blow up once they got to college. Yeah, the international thing makes a lot of sense because, you know, the the Jamaican national team, they all go to college somewhere here in the States (laughs) and uh, Andre Blake and and whatnot. one more, uh, one more uh, first team acquisition that you saw at uh, the first practice. Who was wearing Henderson's oh, jacket? Kid from uh, uh, from Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, Waylon Francis. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So Waylon Francis from that's that's a, was a Costa Rican national, twenty seven years old. Five great nine. signing. Uh, I, I, we, he's going to be there battling Tolo for uh, for that left back spot. Which that's great. Competition's going to be great for Tolo. Yeah, especially someone un, as unrefined as Yolo. <laughs> yeah, no. And if they can develop together, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah. And he's a buddy back there that knows what he's doing. Some and he's excited to be here, too. If you saw the whatever the Sounder at Heart mm-hmm. article, mm-hmm. Uh, he actually wants to be here. Oh, he wants to. Win, well, he just wants to win trophies. Yeah. Right? He wanted to leave Columbus, but <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. Bum, bum, I thought, bum. Uh, <laughs> leave Columbus or not go to Austin. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, either way. Well, just, if you, I mean, leaving Columbus for a team that's made the playoffs every year for nine years, I think we're okay with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. So, right on. Who'd we lose, or who is in the process of perhaps <laughs> maybe packing their bags? But first, we have Jones and well, oh, the, the Jovan Jones. Jovan Jones. We and talked about Kovar's him. Right? on loan. Kovar's on, on loan to LA. Yep. But, LAFC. I mean, he he you know he's not he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna make the eighteen. He, no. He didn't he didn't play. He got himself hurt and then got into the coaching bad graces and never saw the field. In fact, I'm willing to bet that uh, that 
you know, he was probably out of the, uh, I don't know, out of the coach's favor halfway through the season. And it sounds about right. I mean, you you can. Uh, okay, I'm not saying he was really pissed and and whatnot at the team. Checked out, yes or no? But I did not see any photos of him celebrating with the team when Houston was uh, demolished and we were raising that Western Conference. My understanding is he was gone by halftime. Interesting. Wow. Hmm. Well, hmm. Uh, the last time I he was on the field, I think, was the uh, the Vancouver game. Oh, and he where, missed a sitter. Yeah, he missed uh, a bunch. Well, not a bunch. He missed <laughs> a couple of, of shots and one that he should have put away. And I don't think saw the field. It may not have even been in the 18. Yeah. And that was in... Like August, I think I can't remember the yeah, uh, day of the was, game, but I think it was at Vancouver and yeah, yeah it was at Vancouver yeah. definitely. He's been PNG for a while, so, I think. So good for I, him, you know, fresh start. Hopefully, that chip on his shoulder uh, still motivates him and, and makes him work hard. I just hope that he doesn't get. Uh, I just hope he doesn't. Well, this turn is into a head case. This is a moment, right? Yeah, the head mm-hmm. case thing. This is a moment. If he can, if he can get out of his head and 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 put in work, <laughs> what did I say? Impress, no, he's, <laughs> and he's impress also, the coach and actually, you know, uh, serve a, a useful function. Kubar also then has yeah a, has a European passport, so he could. Okay. If he didn't get hurt at the most infrequent, <clears throat> you know, or uh, inconvenient times, he could be playing over in Europe right now. He could I think go he play for League One or something with the Hiberny in Scottish division. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. two years ago, something like that didn't yeah. work out. So he can, he he's definitely the, the crappiest the part is, the thing is been, he has a good opportunity at LAFC. They're starting out. I mean, yeah, they only mm-hmm. have they're at the base level. He he has nowhere to go but up yep. from there. So it's Clean really slate. his it's really his reputation to ruin. You yep. know, the worst Absolutely. part about it is he's still on his rookie contract, so he's making nothing, nothing. Yeah. peanuts versus what he could be if he if he if he turned up the gas and had some success, he'd be. Probably would have been sold by now because somebody would have come calling. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got the skill set. He's definitely he's just sometimes a good the player. Thing, the thing that motivates you to work hard is also getting in the way from you being successful mm-hmm. and, a, and a good teammate. All right. Any uh, news on the Brad Evans front? Uh, he's tweeting. <laughs> he's tweeting. He... he is. He's posting some pictures on Instagram. Of his dogs? And his wife? Uh, no, um, some hats I saw the other day, and then I don't remember that thing because I, I was hoping it was his dog, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. So. As an aside, he's um, been in Seattle at least. Yeah. Okay, I think he's been around. I yeah. think he go to practice. Are, sorry, go ahead. Is he in practice? I don't think he's, he wasn't at the first practice. No, there was only okay. one. Uh, Monday's practice is where yeah. we went, and uh, everybody was everybody inside. Was inside. Was the yeah. S2 yeah. and noobs. But he was. He's been seen at Starfire regularly. Mm-hmm. Or at least semi regularly, so would assume he still has a chance. Yeah, I'm and, sure they're inviting him to, yeah. you know, stay fit uh, yeah. while he looks for other opportunities. And they're going to go down to Arizona anyway, which they're is taking him with them. Or well, it's him his home. Ta- it's his hometown, so they. Well, might I don't as think well they'd let him practice down there. It sounds like a probably a liability issue. I imagine as long as he stays healthy, maybe he'll pull one of those uh, NFL kind of moves where you just you just kind of wait until all the rosters are set and then you find you know maybe you find a landing spot. But I, well, I imagine they're going to keep a spot or two open for him and yeah. for Mr. Lamar Nagel. So we have uh, five now six open roster slots, right? Uh, Sounds like six it. with Kovar. Yeah. I will not speak for that. Um, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and one international. And one international slot that's still, or one of those, one is, of those an international. is an international. So, okay, oh. yeah. so we're still looking in in South America, Central America, which I think that's probably the most likely, uh, the most likely uh, uh, acquisition 
source, right? That's where they're doing most of the scouting. Probably. There's been the Andreas Roa, uh, who currently plays for Deportivo Cali, Montero's original club that we got him from. Is he Colombian? Yeah, Yeah, Colombian, and it's us, supposedly Tigris, and a Brazilian club in, but now it's... I thought it was Chicago. I thought at one point Chicago was the other club, because, well, the Bulls were mentioned as the (laughs) other club, but so I assume it's the fire. But then they immediately... (laughs) They immediately, yeah. So I think it's down to us and Tigris for him, but a lot of the chatter thinks he's going to Tigris. Because you know they don't really have a salary well, cap. It it also depends. I mean, is he is he uh, in any kind of position to play for the national team? Because MLS, according according to the coach, MLS is a death sentence yeah. if you want to be on the national team. I don't think he is in in what country? In Colombia. Yeah, Montero really? can never get in. Yeah, yeah. no, Montero, wow. and that's why uh, that's, that's why, why he went back I to did Portugal. Not know this. Who's the winger for uh, for Dallas that left? Castillo. 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 Castillo, yeah. He, that's that's one of the reasons why he left, so that he can get into consideration. I know we're only a couple hour flight away. It's not exactly crossing the Atlantic, but um, and that's why Montero left in the first place is because yeah, he, he wasn't getting a nod, and he should have. He should have. Is it honesty. just because Colombian coach thinks MLS isn't competitive enough? Yeah, a lot uh, of the much. coaches think. Okay. I just think haters are going to hate, 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 hate. That's hate. why Giovinco hasn't <laughs> played for the national team in a while. <laughs> but somehow David Villa has. Yeah. Go figure. What else we got? All right. Um, so what other news have you guys heard of? Uh, there's a, a, a short rumor about uh, uh, possibly Arsenal entering into a strategic partnership <laughs> with the Sounders. <laughs> that lasted all of, what, about 30 seconds? Maybe an yeah. hour. Yeah. I think you're overstating it. At all. So I was excited. Yeah. That's done. My brother and then I was, was sad, excited. Like most Arsenal adventures mm-hmm. of mine. Yeah. That sounds about <laughs> like the Arsenal experience. Yes, the Arsenal yeah. fan experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your hopes. 30 for seconds a of uh, hope and, uh, and then it's a lifetime crushed. of. Do you know Mickey's crushed. an Arsenal fan? I am oh, an Arsenal fan as well. Yeah. yeah. I knew I liked you. Yeah. I don't. This is I, like. It's not that I don't. Never. Jerry's like the <laughs> only city fan in the entire country. Well, well, actually, that's probably says not true. Yeah. There's probably a ton of bandwagoners <laughs> joining right now. Yeah. <laughs> but not you. You know, You've a, a bunch of teenage since... boys who think they're excellent at soccer. A good, a good five, six years. Five, five six years. years. Okay. All right. So the, uh, uh, the Miami David Beckham's are a thing now, right? <laughs> Monday, supposedly. Uh, allegedly, they're not going to do some big oh. reveal. Wait, David. I Beckham think they are doing a. Uh, uh, they're an supposedly event, announcing uh, Miami is officially an expansion team Monday. And oh. they're literally doing it all at Owned once. Owned by David Beckham? David well, Beckham. Well, he's, an, he's, he's a part like of the, the ownership Mayor, group. He's okay. the Drew Carey of the Miami team now. Yeah. Part of his Pretty deal much. with MLS when he came back in 2006, 2007 was that Let's he go. can get the get the franchise rights for like Extin- extremely mil cheap. Versus, it was $25 million. That's what it was? Yeah. The $250 million or whatever change. it is now? It's pocket change. For Beckham it is, yeah. yeah. Well, no, the, and posh the spice. And, <laughs> I mean, she's really she's bringing she's the money to the relationship. The yeah, absolutely. But they're yeah. unveiling supposedly everything on Monday: the team name, the colors, Yay. maybe the jersey. Wait, 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 wait. Let me guess: purple and gold. If they don't do that, I was thinking blue and pink. Yeah, the blue, the teal, the turquoise and pink. If they do not do that, they are missing out. It's going to be some sort of pastel for sure. All right. Like bringing it back to uh, Say by the Bell style. Miami Vice style. Yeah. A lot of saxophone. And then the Miami Heat just brought out a Miami Vice inspired, uh, like, 
because NBA has like four jerseys now yeah. that teams can have, and so it's like their city nightlife, yeah. whatever, and it's it's got that Miami Vice uh, look to it. I'm go. still boycotting the NBA, so okay. About that. Why are you boycotting the NBA? Tell me more about yeah. that. I uh, as soon as the Sonics come back, uh, I will come back. <clears throat> there you go. All right. Hallelujah. Uh, what else we got? Well, uh, I think that's about. Thank you very it much, ladies and gentlemen. Sounders related, directly like Sounders news, right? Right. At least okay. officially. All right. Any unofficial news that uh, anybody's got? Yeah, there? I heard I'm going to take up one of those six roster spots. Okay. For All the right. Sounders, cool. So, All right. It's an end team. Title nine training. Does Title nine apply to pro Probably pro not. soccer teams? Probably okay. Not. All right. All right. All right. I'll allow it though. Mm-hmm. They finally okay. filled Dave Tenney's head of sports science. Spot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Supposedly. we were going to bring that up. Uh, no, they announced it today. Sto- did, did they officially yeah, announce yeah. it? Yep. Uh, Stoke City head of science guy mm-hmm. and okay. formerly Man City. Head I was of just science. looking at that. They officially announced that today. Oh, well, then that's the one time I wasn't on my phone looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Corey's his name or more Morin. Da- Bill Nye, uh, Damian, something or another. Not Bill Nye. I don't Bill think Nye, the sports I don't think science guy. I don't it's, think it's interesting though. Uh, if you go on YouTube, <laughs> he had they interviewed him with Stoke two years ago preseason. And they went in depth of how he gets the team ready as a whole and then as individual players, not just a blanket, uh, everybody get ready the same way. He actually, he actually went in depth with each player and catered to each one of their needs. So I think that's a big thing that's missing with our team is I, uh, then again, they don't really make it public that much, but I'd be willing to bet if we get more into that, we could see a little bit of a change with, uh, the physicality and the makeup of our team. Less hamstring strains. I was going to say less quad <laughs> yeah. tightness. Yeah. A lot of quad stuff last year. If we get injured in Actually, practice realistically, again. there's oh, a lot of that. Okay. We didn't even make it preseason what, without an injury. That's what Arsenal also needs. Better, uh, Just apparently, PT stuff. Head, of, head of science because hella injuries be popping up. Yeah. Arsenal is like a... What's the deal Hospital. with Arsenal this year? I mean, like uh, a, a listener asked uh, a, a question to hashtag ask a flounder, and it was just hashtag winger in question mark. <laughs> I'm a who, huge who fan. That? I it was it was uh, SFC FC fan something. Hold on. F O T Y. No. Nate from Tacoma. <laughs> Beautifully <laughs> ugly at yep, Sounders yep, yep, yep. fan. Yep, beautifully ugly Sounders fan. Uh, my my feeling on Wagner is that I'm always going to think that he's an incredible coach. I don't think you can argue that he's not. Um, to be the only EPL manager to go in a season unbeaten, um, the thing that he the things that he's done with some players as far as development, he's a huge believer in um, young talent um, and growing players. Mm-hmm. And he plays a particular style of football, but that also makes sometimes makes it too predictable. And so, like, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm. I'm Wagner out, but I'm also a Arsenal fan who's kind of fed up, and I'm ready to like burn it all down and start over from everything. So, I don't think that there's going to be time where he's ever fired. I don't think Arsenal's going to fire him because he's been there for what twenty years. So, and he's put in a lot and he's won a lot and he's done a lot. I think they'll give him the opportunity to resign and he'll take it. 
And I think he'll go somewhere else and be really successful. And then we'll all be pissed off and be like, why the fuck weren't you doing <laughs> that here? Um, what are so, the obstacles to his success? Mickey, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, they won't spend money on uh, top quality players. It's pretty much the main I, one. I think it's higher than him. I think it's, oh, yeah, it's you know, it's board level. It's board Cronky. level. It's, yeah. it's managerial stuff. I think it's higher than that. It's it's money. It's I think it's other coaching stuff as well. I'm not a huge fan. It's, it's Steve Boole, the defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Our defense clearly needs a lot of work, whether that's new players or not. Um, but I think that you could start there with smaller changes, and then you could probably see a change, and maybe it'd be successful, maybe it wouldn't. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to be enough for to fix it. I don't think it's gonna. It's not gonna get fixed this season at all. So. If you were going to put a roadmap together, guys, what would it look like? Well, I actually like what they've done so far, this transfer window. Yeah, they're uh, at least acquiring players. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think getting rid of Alexi Sanchez is only going to be good for the team. I think his ego, his attitude, I think he thinks that he's better than everybody else, better, too good for Arsenal. And like that, maybe that's true. He's a, he's obviously he a belly. He is a very talented player. But like that becomes a poison for teams, mm-hmm. and it has a very negative effect. Dempsey, and Dempsey, Con Dempsey, that has a very negative effect. And and I mean, I'm not going to say oh, that geez. that four one win with Crystal Palace was because Alexi Sanchez left. But like, I think that has a lot to do with it. You get somebody in who clearly doesn't want to be a part of a team, um, and it causes damage. But I will also say. As talented as he is, mm-hmm. he is predictable. He does not use his left foot. He cuts inside. He gives the ball away way too damn much. He tries to pass he holds, all the time, like little looping passes. He holds the, the ball 18. too long and then decides to pass it and then gives it away. And he works really hard. And usually when he loses the ball, he works really hard to try to get it back. But you give the ball away too damn much. That's a pretty succinct uh, <laughs> summary. <laughs> Tell uh, me how you really feel. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I, I think it's really great that the couple moves that we've had already. I think it'll be cool if we end up getting, and I'm not going to say, it, yeah, I'm never going to say that, right? It'd be really great to get him, um, especially paired with uh, Henrik. Say his last name for me, Lacazette. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then uh, I don't know, so we'll see. I think right. I think it's not going. Like I said, we're not going to solve the problems um, this year. Okay, so last question before we move on to the next segment. Are we ever going to get Suarez? <laughs> I how, personally, how old is Suarez right now? He's 29 or 30. Yeah, it we would, got a few years it before he's come to MLS. A good majority of the fans off here, but it would be so good, honestly. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I, I would love to have him. We've already got one asshole on Just get him a muzzle. We'll be good to go. Yeah. Everyone hates Dempsey. <laughs> or or just that. take it off first Portland and call it good. Uh, there you go. But here's the thing is like. <laughs> the first time he bit Adi. <laughs> <laughs> or Chara if he's not on a red card that game. <laughs> he's but, not biting anymore. But the thing is, he, yeah, he hasn't done anything like that in a long time. And he does those things pretty strategically patch. if you think about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he always has. So he do it for That's totally. what I'm saying, yeah. though, is like. It's not take a chunk cool, out of Chara's calf. but it's not. You're not upset when he's on your team about it. <laughs> I wouldn't exactly. say no. <laughs> he is the, he's the Blanco. He's the one yeah. that everyone will love to hate. I don't care. I want him on my the team. Heel. Yep. yep. Totally. It's like Chris Jericho. I mean, <clears throat> I'm fine with that. The heel is absolutely fine. Yep. Bring Suarez. Suarez watch is a thing. Yep. I don't think right. it's going to happen. Yeah. Just to be completely honest, right. but 
Well, if we can get rid of Dempsey. If we can get Dempsey in the first place. I think the main place. problem is he's still really good. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's not leaving Barcelona. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. To come to the I think his contract's not, not even up until 2020. <laughs> and he's probably making $20 million a year. Dude, screw you guys. Uh, and playing with some of the literal best players in, in the, the entire world. world. And he could have Eventually to play a transfer fee. I don't think so. It does not. Uh, when you, no. When you're doing nothing yeah. but... Uh, if he gets tired of paying the hella taxes on his money in Spain, then maybe... See, there you go. I'm doing what I love. Every but, single day, but he'll just do what uh, Neymar did and go to Paris. So yeah. yeah, when you're tired of sipping sangria and dating supermodels, yeah, exactly, you'll come to MLS. Come to mm-hmm. MLS where it rains all the time, and then you can be on the Flounders Team podcast. On, yeah. That's so right. You play if, on turf. God, if we get Suarez, hey, we don't have to ask Fo for that one, do we? Nope. All right, somebody send him a quick little text message, would you? Oh, sorry. Because well, I have his number. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Send something yeah. to Nico. He He's might be able to forward it along. Send it to Nico. He'll forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Nico Lodero. All right. So, uh, thank you. What's that? Yeah, we're going to take a quick little... Uh, you're, he's giving me sign language over there. Don't worry, I'll cut that out. <laughs> it's spanky time. It looked like uh, he did the friends thing. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I don't know what that is. Unagi. <laughs> <laughs> There's an official name for it. Someone for what? told me it for the, for the friend, friends thing. That okay. Did. Is this like an official fan named... Uh, no, it's so like, what we're doing at one point. This is really good radio because yeah. basically we're we're we got our fists out like you're gonna old time box somebody, but then you <laughs> bang them together. Yeah, like this. If you've ever seen uh, Friends, if it's you've how ever they seen tell friends, each other to fuck off. It, it, yeah. yeah, it's 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 the Aniston fuck off. <sighs> it's it feels good when you do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, when That's we come back, uh, we will talk a little. We'll get a little more personal with these guys. Talk about their uh, Sounders supporterdom. Uh, Mickey Turner, thank you so much for joining us. Jerry with a star, thank you as well. Uh, and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Flounders B Team Podcast. <laughs> This episode of the Flounders B-Team is brought to you by Targeted Allocation Money. Got an aging player in a DP position? Buy him down with Targeted Allocation Money. Looking for a strong European right back but don't want to burn that DP slot? Use Targeted Allocation Money. Targeted Allocation Money has been reducing cap hits since 2015 and is the rule of choice for owners and managers seeking to stretch their salary dollar. If it's good enough for Garth Lagerway, it's got to be good enough for you. Learn more about Targeted Allocation Money at MLSsoccer.com. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Flounders B Team Podcast. We are in studio, of course, with Jerry with a star, Mr. SFCFOTY15 Sounders. Seattle Sounders fan of the year. 2015. 2015. Jerry Neal. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. And we're here with Mickey Turner Esquire, lawyer of the year for the the 44th Street uh, uh, Bar Association right here. In Tacoma, Washington. Again, thanks for having me. Thank <laughs> you, you for that introduction. <laughs> uh, physics teacher of the of year. year. Obviously, mm-hmm. if everyone's here. of the year, I am of the year. Yep. Physics teacher of the year, soccer coach of the year. That's right. Girlfriend of the year. In this house, that's you. That's me. Always. Mm-hmm. And meme of the year, Tim Hamilton. Living that snug life. 
That's right. That's right. Okay. So, um, now that we're back, we'd like to talk a little bit about your, uh, your, uh, your approach to your fandom, right? And, uh, so one way we can break the ice with that, of course, is talk about your favorite away story. Mickey, tell me. Oh, darn. I was hoping to go second. Is it Portland or Portland? (laughs) Okay. Well, with Portland, actually, um, my favorite Portland one was the, uh, Mm -hmm. The 4-2 win, obviously, that was fantastic. That was actually my first Portland away uh, match that I'd been to. What year? Uh, 2014. That was, I think, uh, the Supporter Shield year. So, yeah, Dempsey and Martins were there. Uh, it was like 112 degrees down there. Um, and it was just a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Uh I wasn't so much a fan of the bus ride in that we had to get up at six o'clock in the morning to get down there because so I think it was like a one o'clock start and those you took were always the supporter just, bus. Yeah, supporter bus. Okay. And those are just absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, as far as getting up, uh, obviously doing those is fine, especially when uh, there's no AC. <sighs> my although my favorite trip would probably have to be uh, Toronto mm. uh, last. Uh, not during any of the cup runs or cup games because i haven't been to those uh but we went uh actually with jerry fan of the year uh, as part of this fan of the year trip we uh, mm-hmm. went down to or went up to toronto for that uh game in july, july. wow or uh i think it was canada day was it not <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, right right after we had our fourth of july they had theirs and that was a fun trip. It's a great trip because it was a nice time of year to be in Toronto. Probably the best time of year to be in Toronto as far as weather's concerned. Um, and it was just an amazing trip. You know, Toronto's a cool city. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots mm-hmm. to do. Very big. Uh, so that's probably my favorite away trip, uh, excluding Portland. If you could do one thing in Toronto or tell somebody that's going to Toronto one thing to do there, what would it be? Uh, there's a great speakeasy bar that we went to. Okay. I would say definitely do that. Those are great. You never know. You know, you just walk and just find yourself in a bar drinking, uh, you know, fun craft drinks. Do you remember uh, the name of it? I'm Ooh. about to look it up. It's characters <laughs> or something. Yeah. I have it all saved. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a great a great place to be. Uh, Toronto's fantastic, especially in the summer. So definitely recommend it. Uh, the other problem is it, it's obviously difficult to get to from here. What was your best? What was your favorite part about it? Just visiting the city? Yeah, or visiting the city, walking in... around. We just bar mm-hmm. hopped. Uh, we, I had a friend in town actually, so I was able to meet up with her and we hung out. Um, so it was just a great experience to be somewhere you hadn't been before. Um, and there were some other benefits to being, uh, tagging along with the fan of the year. Sure, sure. Uh, they put us up in the team hotel. Uh, oh. so we were running into players, you know, pretty much, uh, nonstop. Uh, hung out with a couple of players after the game. That was That's pretty sweet. fun. Befriending bartenders and getting yeah. our, Half empty drinks refilled. <laughs> a couple of players uh, who That's shall excellent. remain nameless uh, bought us a uh, round of drinks, so that was pretty That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. After the game. After the game, of course. Yes, of course. Not before the game. <laughs> they weren't getting the game. Yeah. No, they, no the one game. came out at halftime to buy you a meat yeah, pie. Meat pie. <laughs> God, you guys want screwdrivers? <laughs> what was that dude's name? Uh, and that was Mascot Brewery on Mercer Street. Okay. It's, it's literally down an alley, and it's not labeled anywhere. Mascots Brewery? Yeah. It's okay. in the entertainment district about Excellent. a block or two from uh, the baseball stadium. Okay. So since he took your fan of the year experience, what is your favorite? Uh, what is your best away experience? I like you. You mentioned, Mickey, you mentioned the 4-2. My favorite's the 4-4 ah, draw. Yes. That was phenomenal. Insane. Yeah. Okay, Jerry, how about you? My favorite... My favorite has become 
any LA away. Okay. LA Galaxy. Although I've only been to one Chivas. Oh, uh, God. The one Chivas. You were probably the, the only one there. The, 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 one f- in the, the few Chivas USA games I didn't go to, we won by like five to whatever. Uh, LA Galaxy away has been absolutely fun because they know us enough. They trust our fan base enough. Uh, it's really no hassle getting in and out. Uh, okay. And then you have, we, we have a friend uh, who has connections at Disneyland. Uh, also goes by Mickey. Yeah. I wish. I wish. Mouse <laughs> yeah. uh, at all. Mickey Mouse at it, all. It's become tradition that a bunch of us will stay in the Redondo Manhattan Beach area. Uh, there's a lovely sketchy arcade which i was just watching supergirl the other day and they did an entire episode almost at that uh darn uh, arcade and right around the corner from the arcade is a place called nahas which has 87 rotating beers and a couple ciders on tap and it's just a little tiny little uh probably about the size of this room bar yikes where do they keep all the beers <laughs> and, and in the back room you behind the uh, boardwalk <laughs> yeah right but we we've pretty much had every single one of any year we've had a birthday. I've had a birthday. It's been either in L.A. or at Chivas. Yeah, I have a birthday. And we've gotten just about every year. Gotten to go there every time to Disneyland, do the game, true. and it's in the last few years it's especially turned out well because we've had the galaxy's number. Yeah, we broke that, okay we broke that seal, and we've been able to to stick it to them. I yeah. I, you hear that memo? <laughs> Galaxy suck. That's right. Memo from that's right. JBLM. Yeah, memo from JBLM. Yeah, I, you know, I I've always lamented kind of Galaxy's luck against us in our stadium, mm-hmm. uh, in especially in playoff matches. So uh, it's good to to go there and and whoop them, whoop up on them a little I've only bit. Lost Where one match. Won. Yeah, well, uh, I, I that was the Janino uh, just. Turn and hit it as hard as you can. Yeah. Well, that was a big one. That was the Western Conference Final. Well, we didn't even lose that one. They just How got the away goal. Yeah. Yeah. We won two one. Yep. Game. Yep. I did really enjoy the the one or two matches that he ever played here was when David Beckham would even touch the ball, and or Landon and would just get booed to Kingdom Come. <laughs> we, we'd be in the middle of a chant and you just hear the entire stadium switched to booze for one or both of them. Wait, where'd Landon land? Landon just landed in Lyon, (laughs) which is fucking bizarre. But tell me why that's bizarre, Jerry. It's like his third time being retired. Mm -hmm. He's got Uh, almost Michael Jordan status. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we gave him a customized Xbox for heaven's sakes. Yeah, that's true. I, I want the Xbox back. <laughs> it's probably outdated. Well, I was going to say, it's probably right. like an Xbox. Circle of death. One right now? Yeah, I think it's, it's the regular like 360. 360. Yeah. I still have mine, and it works just death. fine. Yeah. It's just got the red ring. He <laughs> <laughs> can't play it. He can't even play FIFA on so it. So did you decide on your favorite away experience? Like a specific one or just any LA away? If we went for specific ones, one of my first LA Galaxy aways, uh, we were in the playoffs, and we I think... Along with ECS and regular uh, season ticket holders, we traveled, what, like 500? It's probably more than that. 500, 800, uh, and we went to... I don't know what that means. You traveled 500? 500? Oh, okay, 500. Uh, 500 miles. Tickets sold. And we, uh, the front office opened a tab for fans the night before at... At the time, it was called uh, Kilkenny's, which has been rebranded twice. It was on Bar Rescue. Uh, that following year, you asshole. they opened a tab. They didn't tell. 
the the bar owner didn't tell the uh, wait staff how much the tab was. We were just supposed to have like five hundred dollars to everybody have a drink, and it was shoulder to shoulder people. Before it even got that far, we had already spent the tab, and we overspent by five six hundred dollars. <laughs> and That's the that was that was back when like <laughs> bunch of front office Arlo White was there. Matt Gash, who's now at RSL, was there. And, like, you could be standing next to Adrian Hanauer one minute, Arlo White the other, maybe a couple players, to the point where we even expanded to uh, Old Tony's, another little treetop bar. Wow. And uh, we we partied all night all right. that night. I... Pretty sure we lost that game versus the Galaxy, but, but you it don't was remember. Usually it yeah, was party so much that no one cared. Yeah, yeah, no that was that was either the first or second game that I had ever been on, and I'm pretty sure that was the match I ended up meeting this guy and his brother Courtney and randomly rooming with them, and that's where this friendship, friendship started. Began. Yeah, and that's wonderful. And See? it comes full circle. Yes. And, and now we're roommates. Make new friends, Isn't that great? But keep the old one <laughs> and the silver and the other. Absolutely not. Circles <laughs> round. Jerry it has has no ends. That's how long I want to be your friend. What? The fuck just happened? Well, I don't know. We used to sing that song every day at assemblies and yep. when I was in elementary school. Really? Yep. Do yep. you guys go to the same elementary school? Probably no, not. And then, and then, and then some, one How of the you teachers held the peace Jerry? sign up and you all shut up. The yeah, peace sign? Yeah. Like that. All right. that, that was the be quiet sign like in elementary. Right right. Maybe we didn't go to the same elementary school. Huh. Where'd you go? To, well, no, I'm Obviously not asking Tenino. that. In Tenino. Okay. I went to Valhalla. In Federway. Oh, so I like, was like, "That's Mahola. a made-up land." That's a big place. That's Middle Earth, <laughs> home of the Vikings. <laughs> okay, so uh, speaking of the front office, Arlo White, et cetera, et cetera, um, you are a uh, Jerry. You're a member of the Sounders Alliance Lions Council. Second stint. And you're Fifth one of total year. five yeah. members? Well, five new members this from year. The, from the season ticket holder population. This year. I think there's five new members this year. There's like 20-ish. Okay. 100 words or less. There. We do got to wrap this up a little bit. But 100 words or less. Tell us why you want to be a Sounders uh, Alliance Council member. How you become a Sounders Alliance Council member. Why it's important to the team. And why it's important to uh, the community. That's already 100 votes. That is a mouthful. Just a couple, just throw it out. 25 votes to get you voted by fellow season ticket holders. Okay. Super easy. All right. Uh, You get to have a say in things like voting the general manager out every four years. Okay. Unheard of in this sport. Switching the flamethrowers to bubble blowers. I thought it'd be cool to have water misters for the hot days. That's that actually not a bad idea. That would that would not be. That would be uh, nice. That would be really cool. Yeah. That's a that's a facilities enhancement though. And and you get to you get to have an actual say in the club. They, the front office comes to us with lots of things. Yep. Helping to design the jerseys every year. Uh, Speaking the, of the scarf vote, uh, for the season ticket holder scarf every year. Maybe down the road coming out with a different reward for season ticket holders. Who knows. I thought we were supposed to get cowbells. I would I'd love... like the option to take a player home. That sounded dirty <laughs> and perverted, and I take it back. Mostly. To vacuum. Uh, mo- mostly. Those yes. hard-to-reach places. <laughs> <laughs> <Change>. ah! <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
change. Tim made it worse. Now, now no one is ever coming back. <laughs> Stephen Fry is not coming back. None of his friends are coming. Okay, right on. And in-depth conversations game. with the general managers with the GM. and ownership okay. group. And so there are there are currently five council members. Five new. Five council new. Members. How many total are 20-ish? 20, 25. Okay. And what is there a cap on the mm, number? No cap. As you just gotta many get 25 people, people to like want you. to get voted in and votes are live. So someone could literally at any time. Re- I think a record I did was a day a, a you just day, you go online or something and beep beep you, beep. It's like the bottom of the Sounders webpage has the Alliance Council tab or it's in the community at the top. Vote Tim. Yeah. Tim nominate, Hamilton. Nominate yourself and get 20, 25 people. It doesn't people. take that much time. You can provide a list. Are you like actively, are you prohibited from campaigning? Or? You can camp. You could do it however you want. Oh, I did great. I didn't really campaign and I got like 55 votes. Wow. <laughs> I think if you just Somebody's put your bitmoji, bragging. Tim. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do they, is there any validation that there's actual not bots voting for you or how's that work? There, I, there's a little... There's a little system that they kind of go through, and they at least make you sure. You got to log into your season ticket account or some you, you nonsense. Have, yeah, you have yeah. to. You have to All log right. into your season ticket. Deal. All right. Okay. Okay. Super easy. Mickey, are you an ECS member? Oh, are you yeah. involved in the? What, what do you? What do you? Uh, what kind of involvement do you have with the with the ECS membership? ECS. I have I'm, none. I'm an ECS <laughs> member, but I don't really do anything. I want to do some TIFO this year, so this isn't a guilt trip. Oh no! I <laughs> I uh, last year. I uh, got involved for the first time doing travel stuff. So, oh, right on. Uh, I put together uh, with a group uh, the LA the monkeys. Galaxy trip. So, you ho- yeah. Okay. So, Good yeah, match. So I'm a travel Excellent. Monkey, and I'm doing it again this year, and I'm doing the LA trips because those are my those are my bag. That is fantastic. I okay. I got thrown Colorado this year, I just found out. Good for you. All right. The 4th of July. Well, that's 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 a always a fun game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's dangerous too. It's no, always a dangerous I game. I swear that it's it's good it's good for them to sh- send the team away on Memorial Day weekend, 4th of July weekend. Oh no, those tri- away trips are fantastic. Yeah. But the, why not send everybody away? Let's not worry about packing the house on uh, on a 3-day weekend where most people are out up camping in the mountains or something. Absolutely. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to SSFC Victory Lap, who is trying to get folks to sign up for doing TIFO. There are on the ECS website, there's a list of 18 uh, dates actually scheduled out there for doing TIFO, usually on like a Sunday night or something or a Sunday afternoon. Uh, so go up there, get your drink on and uh, get the paint out. And it's like paint paint by numbers. It's a lot of fun, I'm told. Um, I'm going to get yeah, there a couple, a couple of times, times this year. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Right on. So um, uh, uh, away travel. And then another thing I want to ask you about, Mickey, is we'd love to have you on again sometime in the future. You do a lot of of, of work uh, around. Uh, you do a lot of work around following kind of the legal battles oh, with yes. uh, <laughs> with the, yeah, with U.S. Soccer and yeah. N- uh, NASL and and all that good stuff. Uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Or yeah, sure. Uh, the NASL thing is pretty much in a holding pattern at the moment. Okay, uh, they lost their preliminary injunction to try to force U.S. Soccer to give them. Their division two, like USL, is mm-hmm. currently. Uh, so they lost that, and they're wait- they appealed in December. And that's an antitrust suit. Right? Antitrust, yeah, yep. violations. Department uh, of Justice is really into, into antitrust right now. Yeah, well, we'll see how this uh, <laughs> this Justice Department handles that. Um, yeah, exactly. So they lost their uh, injunction request. Uh, the appeal was held in December. Uh, a lot of people thought we would have a decision by now. Uh, that was probably wishful thinking at the moment. Uh, because they have not received a decision and it's been about a month, well, okay. it's been over a month now, and it 
decision could come down tomorrow or it could be in April, uh, which is why NASL is not starting up their season until August. Okay. And that's assuming that they win the injunction. If they don't win the injunction, they are not. Well, even um, if they win the injunction, they still have appeal rights, right? So they could stay the injunction and go to like uh, an appeals review. Uh, yeah, if, well, if NASL wins the injunction, then they'll have their second division. Okay. But I guess U.S. Soccer could appeal that. Uh, that would be nuts. If All NASL, two teams. <laughs> yeah, if NASL loses, they can file a, for a reconsideration with the court, basically say, you made the wrong decision, here's why. If that court denies that, then they can appeal to the Supreme Court. Okay. Um, obviously, the uh, who knows what the odds of the Supreme Court hearing this case are. Are. Sometimes you just have to admit she's not that into you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, U.S. Soccer and NASL have not that's gotten along for a while. It is a very nasty, a divorce. fraught relationship. Yeah. yeah, that's too bad. All right. Um, so what's left to talk about on the Sounders front, Tim? Uh, we have an assistant coach. Okay. Brecky. Brecky. Found Brecky. Yeah, found I found him. him. Shoot, I am have to. I never looked him up to see. Tacoma legend. IMDb. Brecky. Former Toronto FC coach. Chivas Ch- USA Chivas coach. USA. Toronto. Well, everybody was the Chivas USA coach at one point in time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm fired up. I mean, I know he's a Tacoma legend and everything. I, I, you know, I named a dog after him. Uh, we we gave the dog away, but that's that's something here. No, ah. that is, uh, <laughs> that's fucking wow. hilarious. Is what that? How is. much <laughs> tam did you get for the dog? I don't know. It was a, it was a New Guinea singing dog, which Ooh. looked kind of like a coyote, and it would howl in weird dude. Oh. Yeah. It was it werewolf was, in London. Yeah. It was an interesting <laughs> dog. Uh, but no, I, I love, I love Precky because he, he's, he's fiery. I, I love passionate players. Even if it doesn't work out, at least you have, cause you can, you can make so much more, you, you can get so much more out of a player just on effort and passion alone. You could be super mm-hmm. skilled, but if you just don't have the drive, you don't give two shits. But you could have that Mike Fazito that Mike Fazito that has somewhat limited, uh, uh, T- uh, tangibles. Oh, I miss him. But he has the <laughs> intangibles, and, and hey, I'm I'm all about Precky, and you know he was a hell of a finisher. Yeah. So if he and can move into the offensive part of the coaching staff, you know, to maybe take off the take over for Razov's spot. Yeah, if he could do half of what Ante had, because that was the year you know we won, and mm-hmm. and then he went to L.A. And then, well, he went. Yeah, he went to L.A. and then the other L.A. Oh, so Which he's, he's in LFC now. Yeah, because... Well, I think he moved again. No, because uh, as oh, soon questions. as Ziggy... Sh- as he moved before Ziggy showed up, oh. uh, he had the half Kurt Anolfo season or whatever, and then he basically got fired as soon as Ziggy... Or released as soon as Ziggy got there. Ziggy so didn't want to have anything to do with him? Was he kind of... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what the exact... But that would be my assumption. That's awesome. You know, Ziggy wants all of his people. Yeah. Well, His son. Let's see what happens. Left our scouting and went down there as well. So let's see what happens. All right. Well, um, other than the Arson Wenger question, Arson Wenger, Wenger, Wenger says it. Venga. Venga. You got to pronounce the W as a V. Yeah, V. Right. Okay. Other than that, we didn't get any Ask a Flounder hashtag questions, but normally record on a Monday, so maybe people weren't monitoring for that. Also, we have three listeners, so that's fine. Uh, but <laughs> thank seriously, you guys. thank you for all Both of the of listenership you. and the support. Uh, we visited Sonar Feed on Monday, and just seeing people that recognized us was really cool. You're like, oh, you're that Steve. Oh, you're that Tim. That's like and they were really like, but where's Cat? 
exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, and and, well, and, and you are conspicuously absent Clover, yeah. at the public uh, events, Cat Peterson. I, I think you I should know, definitely I don't do like that to here. Socialize. That's okay. A lot of anxiety. And that's okay. And that's okay. We and love I don't you. Drink, so I don't really know what to do. So oh, apparently, put on the Clint Dempsey mask. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you if could do that. I You'd can't go anonymize. see you. You can't see exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. I it's the ostrich situation. My oh my god, that would be so fucking amazing. Are you going to Yakon? You have. Can to you have, come to Yakon? Are there those. people there? There's gonna be a shitload of people uh, there. One uh, or two. And it's, an, it's like a really tight. Be great. Actually, oh, Queen Anne Beer Hall did a really good job yeah. last year. Frankly, they did an amazing job with like 900 people that showed up. Yeah. And when you're did, not expecting it, when when you're not expect, they weren't expecting it. They weren't expecting that many people. They sold tickets. True, you yeah. you would think that Jeremiah and Aaron would have the presence of mind to communicate how probably. many tickets they sold to Qu- Queen Anne Beer Hall. Uh, oh, by the way, uh-huh. you're gonna probably want to keep a couple extra people on staff tonight. Thanks. Hey, <laughs> we're bringing in five in. more. Yeah, it did say closed for I'm private bringing, event. Bringing yeah. some friends yeah. with me. Yeah, just a couple. It's, it's, it'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's just, it's just, but it's a really great facility. Uh, the Heck service yeah. was impeccable, considering what they had to deal with. Great. They alcohol. had uh, the food was fantastic. Their their sausages and other uh, other stuff is amazing. So. Go get some YachtCon tickets if you can still get them. The reserve seating, I guess, is already all sold out. I tried to buy oh, one really? today, and it went out from under me. Wow. So, totally missed it. Boom. And other than that, we owe the fans a scarf or two for um, Next retweeting fan to call us. call in now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the number is 652-841-7853. Hey, Mr. Peterson, how are you? You won the scarf. Uh, this is not a live show, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Is your refrigerator running? This is also not a contest. <laughs> but thank you for retweeting. Uh, if you haven't listened to, there are two, count them, two Stephen Fry shows. So uh, either the first one was terrible, and so you didn't listen to the second one, or you didn't know the second one was out there. But Fry was to amazing the second, but not the first. when he came. So uh, definitely go listen to both of those. Uh, if you need to find out where to find that uh, you're at floundersbteam.com uh, forward slash podcast hyphen feed or just go floundersbteam.com or follow us on twitter at floundersbteam all one word and man you'll have a great time we are a channel 253 network podcast we uh, have some really great shows uh, on the network uh, that talk a lot about the presence of tacoma in the cosmopol- cosmopolitan space in the pacific northwest fantastic shows uh we're really proud to be a part of it so jerry mickey any parting shots uh go sounders okay fantastic excited for santa tecla at the end of next month that's going to be super fun away is the march 1st we have our home game and then wait away is february 22nd yeah two back-to-back home games the away game three three or four days later we have our home opener, and then three or four days later, we have the home champions. Santa League. Tecla. Three okay. games in a week. Yeah, that's going to be a really tight front Fantastic. of the schedule this year. Fantastic. It's going to be super fun. It's going to be basically festival week here in Seattle. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, I've been Steve Kettleson. I'm Tim Hamilton. Uh, stop. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit. If if you enjoy the show, say so. Share yeah. it with your friends. Absolutely. Tell us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We're doing this for you. I mean, we're taking time out of our day to just to provide entertainment to make one of, or two of your commutes less miserable. Don't so, tell me and, what I'm and doing I'm wrong actually, I'll cry. So I'm I don't want to hear that. We're doing this for you. <laughs> Criticism's fine. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm doing it 
I'm doing it for me because I'm having a lot of fun with it and I'm enjoying meeting fans and supporters and having opportunities to, to talk. About, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. Such a one-upper. Yeah, that's me. I'm sorry. I one-upped you. We're, we're doing it for the fans. Um, we're very selfless in that way. We don't have any sponsors. There's, this I, isn't I a money a grand making... on liquor last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Did you if, really? If you, that, are you not shitting tax me? Deductible? If you enjoy the show, say so. Give us, give us, uh, you know, give us a like. Give us a rating on iTunes, whether it's good or bad. At least Holy shit! He brought a folder with all the receipts in them. Jesus, Tim. No, I didn't. That's a lot of receipts. <laughs> no, I, didn't. I steal most. You of ruined the effect. <sighs> but yeah, we we. I agree. Absolutely. We you, do this. You can find us on Stitcher, on iTunes, on the website, floundersbtn.com. Yep. You're listening, so you found us somehow. Yep. And so. so if you did hear us, leave a review wherever you found us. If you can go to iTunes and leave a review there and tell us all we have is the fake ones that we started with at the beginning of the uh, season last year that we put up there, and then another one from Sounders Jesus. Sounders Jesus, you're still listening? Thanks a lot, fam. You're the best. <laughs> tell your friends to put I iTunes reviews once. up. So, huh? yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Hey, wait. I just thought of something. You were making fun of me the other day for saying Chicago Fire is going to make a run this year. They're going was to the I? Super Bowl. Somebody was. Maybe it was somebody else. I thought it was you. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. They're going well. to. Yeah. No, they're going to the they're World gonna Cup. They're going to win the World Cup. That's yeah. right. They're going to win the World Cup. That's right. That's right. Um, but seriously, yes. With Michael you. Jordan as the captain, right? Somehow. Crying Jordan. Okay. That's a fantastic point, Tim. Thank you. Yes, we do this for y'all, and we have a lot of fun doing it. I've learned so much. I've met so many cool people, and it's been just an amazing adventure so far. And we have a fantastic year in store for you. Uh, we're building relationships with Sounders 2 here in Tacoma. We're uh, making overtures to front office, of course, and, uh, you know, with the Stephen Fry thing. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But um, we had a lot of fun, and... Um, we had a lot of fun last year. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. So, Tim, what else would you like to add? I woke up like this. Yeah, you look very handsome. That beard well is really filling out, brother. No, sorry, you look fantastic. Uh, Catherine, Catherine, do you have anything else to say? I mean, I feel like Tim kind of really stole all of our thunder. Yeah. So, okay. Know. I have been Steve Kettleson. Uh, Tim Hamilton. Cat Peterson at CM underscore Peterson Absolutely. on Twitter. I only have like 60 followers, so <laughs> someone has to follow me for the love of baby Your Jesus. Your account is locked. <laughs> no, her other account is locked. Mickey, Mickey Turn. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Absolutely. Mickey Turn, you can follow me on Twitter, Turner ESQ. Yep. Easy enough. And you got a lot of good hot You got a lot of good hot takes on anything U.S. Yep. soccer, too. I, I, I really enjoy following it's you. It's fantastic. Mr. Thank you. Jerry? Jerry with the star, S-S-F-C-F-O-T-Y-15. On the Twitters. On the Twitters. Right on. Again, I'm Steve. I'm at Podfish on the Twitters. Tim is Muffin Top Model, yeah? Yeah. yeah All right. I think we've covered cat. Follow us on Flounders B Team on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Flounders B Team podcast. Uh, once again, drink. this is a Channel 253 podcast, and you have been listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. This is Channel 253. Why does this always end well, up talking about dating apps? Well, but the thing is, like, so, like, if you went back and forth between Tinder and Bumble, they're a little bit different. So if you swipe up on Bumble, then you can, like, read their profile.
But if you swipe up on Tinder, then it would, you would super like someone, and yeah. it sends them a notification. You've been super liked, which is like the thirty minutes thing to respond, to do, right? <laughs> Hot and ready pizza. So, so it's, it's, it's tricky. You got to keep your dating app separate. 